It's time to know your soul. Are you seeking the you within? Has people pleasing stressed you out? It's time to find your light so you can share your entrepreneurial gifts with the world. Well, Red Rover on over. But the only thing you're breaking through is yourself. This is Soul Amplified. Are you ready? Hello and welcome to the Soul Amplified podcast. I am Vanessa Grace, your host, and today we have a really great topic. We're going to talk about letting your light out to play because I don't think our light comes out to play often enough. We get mired down in obligations and expectations. And since I love talking about people pleasing and codependency, man, those two things really know how to put a dimmer on our light. So before we get into talking about all of those good things, I want to talk about what is happening at Soul Amplified. I am taking on coaching clients. That is the first bit of news. There's so many things that are happening around here, um, but I wanted to put that one at the very forefront. So if you have been um, looking to up your game in life, even if that just means figuring out who you are, that is the kind of coaching that I do. If you feel like you're kind of adrift in life right now and you need some life crafting, I am very good at helping people figure out where they want to be. I'm good at helping people harness their goals and um, learn how to achieve them. If you are in search for who am I, I am probably your girl. If you want some spiritual depth added as a layer with all of that, I know how to weave that through and help your life become more fulfilling. And as always, I am the person to come to if you believe that you are a people pleaser or are codependent and want someone who has been there to help usher you through to the other side of overcoming people pleasing and no longer being a codependent. Um, I am taking on, oh, probably about three one-on-one -on -one coaching clients at this time. And if you are interested in beginning that process, you can go ahead and email me at vanessa at soulamplified.org and you um, will be able to set up a one-on-one -on -one, um, call with me so that we can hash out all the details. Okay, thing number two. The Soul Seeds program is getting some interest and people are starting to sign up for it. Um, the Soul Seeds program is where we're going to go over uncovering and being aware of the thoughts that you have in your mind that are holding you back and how we can replace those so that you can create a life that is more full of happiness and freedom, just even if it's in within your mind. This is a great program for people who have never done any personal development before, but feel like it's time to pay attention to themselves. This is a good way to, to just kind of ease yourself into the world of, you know, I think I want to be better than what I am, but I don't know where to start. This is a place that you can start. It's free. It's a month. We have a Facebook group. That's going to be awesome. We're going to have one group call a week and there's going to be journaling prompts and ritual rituals and meditations that I'll have you do to help incorporate everything so that you can um, kind of heighten your awareness of what's happening in your mind so that you can heighten your life. 
Again, the Soul Seeds program, that's free and it's a full month starting February 1st. And if that's the thing that you want, again, email me, Vanessa at soulamplified.org. And the third thing is, if you want to read that book with me, um, Chakras and Their Archetypes, um, I'm going to be doing my first podcast on that next week. You can get this book pretty much anywhere where books are sold and um, dive in and start reading chapters one, two, and hopefully three to keep up with me as I'm going to share my experiences of the journaling and the meditations with you and what that was like for me. Okay, now we're ready to talk about how to let your light out to play. I really love this quote. It's by Anais Nin, and I apologize if I'm pronouncing that name wrong because I don't think I've ever heard it said out loud. Um, and the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk that it took to blossom. Um, this quote, I feel, speaks to me because I've been in that experience before. I've been in the experience where I wanted to reach out and ask for something, but I was scared of the answer. And so I would build my resolve and retreat, and I would build my resolve and retreat. And this didn't necessarily look like anything to other people, but I knew it within myself and it um, slowly eroded my pride in myself and my ability to function um, optimally in life. And then I would get the resolve and I would reach out and ask for what I needed. And sometimes I did not get what I needed. But the surge of power um, and belief in myself that would return after having burst out of my bud and blossomed was so relieving just to know the answer and to know the person's response was almost um, more important than getting what I wanted out of the situation. And this has repeated several times in my life, even with the same topic. And man, being able to break out of the bud and to blossom has helped me grow as a person and just be able to respect myself more. I respected myself enough to ask for what I needed in life. And so that is what I'm talking about when I say, let your light out to play. Because once you are a blossom and you have that self-respect and that self-pride, then it's almost like it's a whole new game, bitches. Here I am. So I want to talk about people-pleasing and codependency in relation to let your light out to play. Because... That's my thing. Okay, when we people please, we're keeping ourselves tight in that bud. Um, for, you know, because part of the codependency people pleasing thing is to remain invisible. So, you know, we can put ourselves out there and do a lot of things, but it's almost like our truer selves, our specialties are kept invisible. And then we put our efforts toward others' dreams and goals. Now, codependents specifically might think that, oh, I'm working on my goal. This is actually what I want. But part of codependency is actually not being able to tell the difference between if what you want is what they want. 
And so as a codependent, I'm here to tell you, you may be confused and you may be invisibly hiding your own things and working on someone else's thing, be it a partner or a boss or a parent or even um, a close friend um, and working on their thing, thinking that it's yours, but really you're invisible. And I'm going to cut right under several of my standard statements um, that I share with people about why we people please or become codependent. Some of those statements tend to be um, codependency is a coping skill for a dysregulated, a dysregulated and an awful life circumstance. And then that's a true reason why people can become codependent. That's not me like downplaying that or faking it. That's a true reason why it happens. Um, it, it's a coping skill to deal with the circumstances that a person is in. Um, and I take that very seriously. Um, another thing that I will say is that um, codependency and people pleasing are socialized into you by family and you know maybe other organizations that you're a part of. And so if you were raised with it, it is as normal as air. Um, and that is a very true statement that I absolutely believe about how uh, people-pleasing and codependency can be bred into people. I think that the fear of not being liked and having a lot of anxiety around that are a major part of people-pleasing and codependency. And people get so in their heads about approval that they, um, they fall into these patterns of just replicating what somebody else's wants. So when I tell you that I'm going to actually cut underneath these three statements to something that's even deeper, I want you to know how seriously I take that because I believe these three statements to be absolutely true about why people become codependent and people pleasers and remain that way. Okay. People pleasers or codependents are that way because deep down inside you fear your light. You literally don't know what is going to happen when you burst out of that bud and show your beauty to everybody. You might not even know what's going to be there. But the thing is, is that your blossom is going to be amazing. So here are some things that I want to share with you about blossoming and bursting out of that bud and um, realizing that you have light underneath all of this stuff that you're pouring on top of your life. So I'm kind of calling them four realizations to blossoming, um, just to break it down easier but realize that I'm just saying the same thing in four different ways. So I'm just trying to sound fancy, but it's, it's a mishmash that I've tried to make into like a divisible soup, if you will. That's kind of a fun statement, divisible soup. Okay, so the first one. It's okay to stand out and it's okay to be worthy. Your own personal light is good. You might question if your personal light is good, but I'm telling you that it is and that the world needs your individual ray of light, your individual 
way of expressing your light is needed. You are actually allowed to be worthy. And the only person that can give you permission to feel worthy is yourself. So, declare to yourself right now with me. I, insert your name here, give permission to myself to be a bitchin', amazing, worthy person of Earth with the gargantuan ray of light to share with the world because I am a worthy person. Okay, the second realization to blossoming. Getting what you want could unleash your amazingness. So many times people pleasers do not want to ask for anything or they don't even admit what they want. Same with codependents because they kind of mix together because people pleasing is just like a sub part of codependency. Like codependency is the umbrella and then people pleasing is one section under that. Um, so getting what you want can unleash your amazingness. And so I'm just going to keep not asking for what I need or want because I don't want to find out my amazingness. The sheer fear of your power makes you keep a lid on it. Keep the simmer down. Deep soul love of the self can be so scary that it's like outright fear. If you were to actually ask for and get what you want, you might realize that you have a unique and only you kind of purpose. And then shit, you'd have to go do something about it. You'd have to go do something amazing. So focusing on others, a very safe distance away from your own needs and your own light, like I'm talking like two or three psychological breakthrough kind of layers, is the safest bet. Staying that far away from realizing your own amazingness and your own light is the way to ensure that you never have to focus on it and face the fear that you might be really badass. I'm going to tell you something the deepest you already knows. You can do it. In fact, you're probably going to be really good at it and it's going to feel awesome. You know, and sometimes it's going to suck and there's going to be challenges because even if you're doing the thing you're meant to do, life has challenges because trust me, I feel like what I'm, I'm doing, what I'm meant to be doing right now. And I've had like 20 gajillion challenges today, just trying to figure out how to make it happen. But here I am doing it, but mostly it's awesome. Asking for what you want may be a great challenge for you. But getting to the other side of that means that you will be able to produce your greatest love and it will set you free to create your legacy. How in the world could that not be worth opening your butt up and becoming, uh, becoming, becoming, <laughs> becoming your blossom? Okay, number three in four realizations to blossoming, which is really just 
soup divided four ways. You focus on others' lives because then you don't have to focus on your own because it's easier. It's easier to focus on somebody else's life. Why? Because then you can know all the answers. It's so much easier to look at someone else's life and say the answer because you don't have the emotional baggage attached to it. You get to feel superior because you know something. You get to feel smart and mature. Okay, I'm going to say, though, that it's not smart to totally ignore your own path and to put all of your eggs into the basket of other people and work on their life path. And this is why that doesn't make sense. Number four. Number four of realizations to blossoming. You do not get to take their life and their experiences with you. You get to take your life experiences with you. You get to take your life knowledge with you. You get to take your love experiences with you. You get to take all of the ways that you have ascended in the world and become a grown-ass person in all ways, in your body, in your mind, in your spirit, in your relationships, in the way that you love, in the way that you share your love with the world. Those are the things that you get to take with you. By focusing on somebody else's life, you don't get to take those pieces with you and yeah, it's great that they got help, but now they didn't have to actually learn it at a true deep level. So they got progress and you didn't. This is always the thing that people say. But isn't it great to help others? Of course it's great to help others. I totally believe in that. I'm a therapist. I have this online business. I do this podcast. But what I do is I fill myself up and make sure that I'm getting my spiritual needs met and my emotional needs met. And it is a constant like checking and balancing in my mind and being aware of if I am taking a lesson away from another person that they need to learn themselves. People do not learn their lessons unless they have done it themselves and understand it to the core. And that's why when you're raising a child, over time you let them take over more and more and more of their skill building um, in their life. And it begins with their body and then it begins with and you know socialization and then um, their knowledge <coughs> and then their ability to manage money and manage house. And eventually you completely let go and they're doing it on their own. The problem with people-pleasing and codependency is that too many fingers and hands stay involved in those parts and don't allow it to release. And I mean, I know I used an example of a child, but that is meaningful in any relationship. You want to be able to live your own life with your own personal growth being focused on and part of that.
So those are my four realizations to blossoming that I want you to really take in and consider if you're too scared to blossom because are you too scared of your light and letting your light out to shine and to play and to be amazing and to just accept that you're fucking badass bitches. And that's where I'm going to leave you. As always, if you want to learn on a deep, deep level about codependency and really dive in and totally transform your life um, and see how that can transform your business and career as well, go check out my uh, free webinar at soulamplified.org and then um, apply for a free strategy session call with me about how you can change your life. Have a wonderful day. Go be amazing. Thanks for tuning in, Soul Sister. Do you want to hear from me more? Sign up for my Transforming Your Codependency text messages straight to your phone every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for inspiration and education. To sign up, text PEACE to 877-338-0875. To spread this message far and wide, screenshot listening to this podcast and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me. I love hearing how you're growing. Get amplified.